Greetings, friends around the world. This is Dr. Bob Teal for the Bible News Prophecy Channel. Is the United States mentioned in Bible prophecy? Well, some Protestants say yes, some Protestants say no. But what do we in the Continuing Church of God say? But more importantly, what does the Bible say? And that's what we're going to try to cover in this video. There's different views within the Protestant world about this. First, though, and what triggered this is there was a blog post by uh, Greg Laurie, who is uh, on television. He's a Protestant minister. And this seems to represent the basic view of a lot of Protestants. So let me read what he wrote. When I look at Bible prophecy, one thing that is of great interest to me and of great concern is the absence of the United States. Now, is he right? Is the United States not mentioned in Bible prophecy? Well, let's read some more of what he had to say. Where is the United States? Why are we not in the last day scenarios? Why is it we can read of nations like Iraq and Iran and Libya, and we can possibly find China and Russia mentioned, but we cannot find the United States? I'd like to offer three plausible answers. So this is going to be his three plausible reasons. He says, one reason is, he says, is because perhaps the United States has been nuked. And the Bible does suggest that might happen. We'll get to that later. Second reason, he says, that the U.S. might not be mentioned is because the U.S. has declined so much as a world power by the time of the end that it's, it's somewhat irrelevant. And while the United States is in decline, it is still a major world power. It's still the primary world power in a sense. And so uh, if we are in the end times, and I think that we are, then I do believe that uh, the Bible mentioned, mentions the United States. We'll get to that. And this third possibility, and his great hope actually, is there's going to be some type of revival in the United States, that more people are going to become uh, Christian in his view, and that there is such a thing as a, a pre-tribulation rapture, and that Jesus will come, rapture up, tens of millions of people, and when that happens, this will devastate the United States and won't really do anything. I mean, we won't really be a, a power here in this country. Well, the article, however, didn't really cite any scriptures about nuclear destruction on behalf that could hit the United States. However, I'll just mention a few scriptures you could look up in passing, such as Leviticus 26, 33, Deuteronomy 29, 23, Isaiah 10, 5 through 11, Hosea 8, 14, that suggests something like nuclear devastation or worse will happen to the United States. But I do want to, uh, before I go further, touch on his comment about uh, a rapture, uh, Jesus returning, and then because of this, everything will be fine as far as the United States is concerned, or it's not going to be in prophecy because of this. First of all, even according to his numbers, uh, most people will not be raptured up. So there would still be a significant number of people in the United States, according to him. Secondly, though, and more importantly, what did Jesus say about his return? If you take your Bibles, you might want to go to the book of Matthew, chapter 24, and I'm going to start reading in verse 29. Now, I will say that the term great tribulation is used in Matthew 24, 21. So continuing throughout that, verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Verse 31. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect, his elect from the four winds from one end of the heaven to the other which is similar to what the Apostle uh, Paul wrote in uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, which they tendly call the, the rapture, rapture, pre-tribulation rapture is tend to call rapture scripture, but the reality is Jesus does not come until after the Great Tribulation. Now, in terms of other Protestants, uh, Ed uh, 
Leinar seems to have a similar view as Greg Laurie does, and he wrote exactly where is American prophecy concerning the tribulation. America is not really mentioned clearly. He says there's three schools of thought. One is the United States is either directly mentioned or indirectly, but takes some gymnastics or the following of the Jewish people throughout history to make it work. So he says some people believe, correctly by the way, that the descendants of Israel, some of them could have to do with the United States and prophecy, and that's correct. He says a second school of thought is a rapture of the church will cause so many people to remove the United States, the country will simply collapse. Uh, he, he says he doesn't think that's likely, but he hasn't eliminated that. The third school of thought is the United States is destroyed or at minimum marginalized to serve some type of ruling power. This school of thought is difficult for Americans to accept, he says, even though it's occurring before their eyes. He says America has already been destroyed. Uh, the economy of the United States will continually be challenged by the European Union. The dollar is losing its appeal around the world to such countries as Russia and China who are dealing in euros. Uh, and he also says, in this part he's, he's got right, God has never allowed a country that turned against him to go unpunished forever. The United States is actively and aggressively pushing God out of its existence. And he's saying, look, as Americans, you should know this. Now he is correct that if you look through history, you can identify American prophecy. We'll get to that later. But he didn't quote any real scriptures as to, to identify the United States. But there's a third view. And I'm not going to read this one verbatim, but this particular view basically is, and this is actually the view of the majority of Protestants, not the majority of evangelical Protestants in the United States, but uh, Protestants in general. And that basically is that most of the prophecies in this Bible, in this book, have already been fulfilled. Uh, specifically, it says... Uh, that the United States isn't mentioned in a particular one. Uh, Canada, Central America, South America, Sweden, Norway, Vietnam, Singapore, India, most of Africa. And he says the reason is because the stuff has basically been fulfilled. On the other hand, there are some Protestants who do believe that the United States is mentioned in prophecy. One who's relatively famous is Irvin Baxter. He has a show called The End of the Age. And he says that the U.S. was plainly foretold in Holy Scriptures. He says, The beast of Daniel's vision, bound in Daniel chapter 7, bear an uncanny resemblance to the nations of our modern world, including the United States. The beasts represent nations that will be in existence on earth when Jesus comes to establish his kingdom. And he goes and says that Daniel 7 is talking about four individual nations. And he gives this rationale because in Daniel 7, one of the beasts has eagle's wings that are plucked off. So he says maybe this means that the United States is going to uh, be opposed to the Antichrist power and be eliminated or, or be a part of its opposition. Well, let's go to Daniel chapter 7 and look at it in verse 2. Daniel 7, verse 2. Daniel spoke, saying, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven were stirring up the great sea. According to Bible prophecy, the Great Sea is the Mediterranean Sea. And four great beasts came upon the sea, each different from each other. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. I watched those wings were plucked off. And it was lifted from the ground and made to stand on two feet like a man. A man's heart was given to it. And he goes through all these other beasts. And then verse 7, I saw night visions. Behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, exceedingly strong. It had huge iron teeth. It was devouring, breaking and piecing pieces, trampling the residue with its feet. It was different from all the beasts that were before it and had ten horns. 
Now, this particular passage is actually talking about what was fulfilled throughout history, uh, some of them, the, until you get to the end one. How do we know this? Well, if you go into uh, Daniel chapter uh, 4, 28 through 33, uh, Nebuchadnezzar is told by Daniel he's representing the first beast, so that kingdom was in the times past. So unlike uh, the implication of Urban Baxter that these are powers that represent all the end-time people at the end, that is simply not the case. And this doesn't have anything, none of those have anything to do with the United States. Again, it was the first kingdom that had the eagle's wings plucked off, and that was Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom. So just because the United States uses an eagle as its symbol, so do other countries, by the way, such as uh, uh, Germany has historically used one as well, or something similar to it. Uh, therefore, you can't conclude that this is referring to the United States. But is there a clear scripture in the Bible that you can just point to that'll tell prophecy watchers that it is a reference to the United States? In my opinion, yes. If this is the end times that we're living in, if this is the time of the end, if you take your Bibles and go to the book of Daniel, chapter 11, verse 39, I'd like to read uh, a passage here. Thus he, now that he is the king of the north, this is a European power, shall act against the strongest fortresses with a foreign god, which he shall acknowledge and advance its glory, and he shall cause them to rule over many and divide the land for gain. Now, who has the strongest fortresses? Who has the strongest military in the world? Well, right now, the strongest fortresses belong to the United States, and to a lesser degree, its allied uh, Anglo uh, allies, such as the United Kingdom, uh, Canada, uh, Australia, uh, and New Zealand. So, Notice the prophecy says those of the strongest fortresses will be destroyed. Interestingly, in the Bible, there's a warning, or more than a warning, I guess. It talks about the beast in Revelation 13, 4. It says, who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with them? And the world is going to marvel when this beast power, which people didn't think could destroy a power like the United States, will destroy the United States. So the Bible does warn of a time that the strongest military power is going to be destroyed. And if you believe that we are living in the end times, this is, could only be referring to the United States. Now, for some who think that this prophecy has been fulfilled, if you go to Daniel chapter 11, verse 27, verse 29, verse 35, verse 40, and verse 45, you'll see there that these are prophecies for the appointed time of the end. These are not prophecies that happened in their complete fulfillment at the time of Antiochus Epiphanes or anybody else thousands of years ago. These are end time prophecies. There are also other prophecies that refer to the United States uh, more directly, uh, such as uh, Daniel uh, 8, 23 through 25. It talks about the same king of the north power. He's going to uh, prosper, but he's going to destroy the mighty, which could include the United, would include the United States. He's also going to destroy many in their prosperity. The United States and its Anglo allies are prosperous. So we see that that is another prophecy that could point to the United States. But what about the identity of the Anglo-descended peoples, the United States and British-descended peoples? Are they mentioned in the Bible? Well, I have a book. It's called the Prophecy Malachan Book, written by uh, the late Dr. Uh, John F. Uh, Wolvert. And I'd like to read a passage from that. He says, Toward the end of his life, Jacob pronounced his blessing on Joseph and his sons, Genesis 48, 15 through 20. 
Then, he, then we're jumping over here to Genesis 49, 1 through 2. Jacob gathered his sons about his bed to give him his final prophetic blessing. In general, Dr. Wolver writes, the prophecies that Jacob bestowed on his children have been fulfilled in their subsequent history. Well, why don't you take your Bibles and go to Genesis chapter 49, verse 1. Notice something very important. And Jacob called his sons and said, Gather together that I may tell you what will befall you in the last days. This is a prophecy for the last days. This was not fulfilled thousands of years ago. But Dr. Wolford's prophecy handbook, Protestant prophecy handbook, specifically says this has been fulfilled. But because people have discounted this, these prophecies, and these are truly end-time prophecies, they don't understand the identity of the United States in prophecy. But Jacob had... Uh, various children. One was Joseph, and Joseph had uh, two sons, one called Ephraim and one called Manasseh. I'd like to read something from the late uh, Church of God evangelist John O'Gwyn. Quote, There is no record of Ephraim and Manasseh ever becoming a great nation company of nations prior to Israel's captivity. They never became a blessing to all the nations of the world before they went into Assyrian captivity in the 8th century before Christ. Clearly, the fulfillment of these promises that God made to Abraham and reconfirmed his descendants did not occur before the ten tribes Israel disappeared from the pages of your Bible and from the pages of secular history. And so he's correct that until that happened, uh, this, is, this has not been fulfilled. It's true that people couldn't figure out who they were, but they didn't really disappear. They just didn't I, I know who they were. Uh, furthermore, because these were not fulfilled and the word of God cannot be broken, what it says in this book is going to happen. We know some point in time this had to happen. And there's also prophecies such as in uh, Leviticus 26:33. Let me just read this one. It says, I will scatter you among the nations and draw out a sword after you. Your land shall be desolate and your cities waste. Now, while God did allow Assyria to scatter the children of Israel in the Old Testament, they didn't then destroy the cities. Instead, the cities remained, and the Assyrians put other people in them. And you can look to 2 Kings 17, verse 24 to verify that. Why is that relevant? Because those prophecies for these cities becoming waste have not been fulfilled either. So the basic reason that people on the Protestant world do not see a lot of the United States in prophecy is they do not understand who the Americans and the British peoples descended from. I won't read it right now, but if you go to... Uh, the book of Genesis chapter 48, and you read that, you'll find that Jacob put a blessing on Ephraim and Manasseh. He placed his name upon them. So Jacob put his name on his grandchildren, because they were Joseph's sons. And he said that uh, one was going to become a great nation, that would be the United States, which is Manasseh, and the other was going to be a multitude of nations. Well, throughout history, we saw the rise of the British Commonwealth. They became a multitude of nations. And even to this day, you've got the United Kingdom uh, allied to a great degree with uh, Canada, New Zealand, and Australia. So those Anglo nations, which are still a multitude of nations, are still around now. And, of course, the United States is a, a great, powerful nation. Nowhere else through history was this fulfilled. And because people do not realize this, they don't understand that the United States is mentioned Bible prophecy. Now, in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 30, verse 7, it talks about a time of Jacob's trouble. This time of Jacob's trouble is also the Great Tribulation. The Great Tribulation will start with some type of devastating attack against the United States and or its British descended allies. And it's the time of Jacob's trouble which means uh, uh, Jacob is going to go through this. 
So the United States is mentioned there. Now we have another YouTube video on the United States. Uh, will it be uh, taken over and these people made slaves that, uh, that you, could, you could watch for, for more detailed information. We also have an article at www.cogwriter.com which has more of the scriptures that uh, I referred to as well as some I quoted and some that I only mentioned in passing. So you can prove to yourself and to others that the Protestant view that the United States is not mentioned in the Bible is not correct because the Bible clearly mentions the United States. Who else could be the power of the strongest fortresses, as it says in Daniel 11.39, at the time of the end? Now, because the United States and his Anglo allies have enjoyed the blessings that God promised through Jacob to the descendants of Joseph, Ephraim and Manasseh, don't be shocked that this that, our, that these nations, after becoming hypocritical and turning their backs against God, will be punished at the time of the end. Many Protestant theologians and Protestants in general do not understand this, but you can. And you can by verifying what I say in the Word of God. This is Dr. Bob Teal for the Bible News Prophecy Channel.